University of Idaho murder victim tried escaping suspected killer Brian Koberger but was trapped by friend's body, family. The heartbroken parents of one of the University of Idaho students killed in the quadruple stabbing at an off-campus house last fall claimed their daughter tried to escape the attacker, but was trapped by the suspect and the layout of the bedroom where she died. There's evidence to show that she awakened and tried to get out of that situation, but, she was assaulted and stabbed, Steve Goncalves told CBS News Peter Van Sant of his daughter, Kaylee Goncalves. Kaylee, 21, was killed alongside her best friend, Madison Maddie Mogan, 21, housemate Zanna Kernadal, 20, and Kernadal's boyfriend, Ethan Chapin, 20, in the early hours of November 13, 2022. Kaylee and Maddie, who had known each other since childhood, were found dead beside each other in the latter's bed, Kaylee's mother, Christy Goncalves, said in a preview of the upcoming 48 Hours special, The Night of the Idaho Murders. Maddie was likely the killer's first victim, Steve explained, citing the coroner's report. When the assailant turned on Kaylee, she was stuck between the body of her friend and the wall, Christy added. The bed was up against the wall. The headboard was touching the wall and the left side of the bed was touching the wall. And we believe that Maddie was on the outside and Kaylee was on the inside, the grieving mother explained. The way the bed was set up. Kaylee, was trapped. The killer may have been surprised to find the two friends in the same bed, Christy speculated. I do think that his plan went awry. I do think that, you know, he intended to kill one and killed four, she said. Kernadal's father, Jeffrey Kernadal, told Van Sant that he also believed reports that his daughter fought back against her killer. I believe so, it's upsetting to think about, he said. I don't know why, the murders, happened, Zana's sister, Jasmine Kernadal, added. I wish we knew. They were, all four of them were, just such great people and made such an impact on the lives around them. While the Kernadal family has remained somewhat tight-lipped, the Goncalveses, whose older daughter, Olivia, was also interviewed for the special, have been vocal about the investigation since the day news of killings broke. We're not going to just sit back and cross our fingers and pray we're going to get justice, insisted Steve, who frequently lashed out at law enforcement in the weeks before the prime suspect, Brian Koberger, 28, was finally arrested on December 30. In their discussion with Van Sant, both Steve and Christy said they agree with the prosecution's theory that Koberger stalked the friend's rental home near the Moscow campus prior to the stabbings. He had to know when people were coming, people going, Steve said of Koberger, whose phone records revealed that he made several trips to the neighborhood near the house in the months before the murders. I think he at least had opened that door, at the house, went in, tested the waters, looked around, Christy agreed. In fact, the family claims to have found Koberger's Instagram account, which showed that he followed both Kaylee and Maddie. From our investigation of the account, it appeared to be the real Brian Koberger account, Christy alleged. Koberger's defense team, however, has repeatedly shot down claims that the aspiring criminologist knew the victims. There is no connection between Mr. Koberger and the victims, investigative journalist Howard Blum told Van Sant. The prosecution would like everyone to believe that it's an open and shut case, but I think the facts they have make the case perhaps more open than open and shut. If the Lada County prosecutors cannot establish a connection between Koberger and his alleged victims, Blum added, then there is no motive. And if there's no motive, then it becomes very hard to make the case that he is the killer. The alleged cell phone evidence, Blum explained, is compelling but it's not putting someone at someone's doorstep, it's putting someone in someone's neighborhood. And there's a large difference. And if you can convince a jury of this, if you can raise doubts about the validity, 
and the accuracy of the cell phone data, I think you're halfway there to getting the case against Koberger, either a hung jury or a not guilty verdict, he surmised. And if you can convince a jury of this, if you can raise doubts about the validity and the accuracy of the cell phone data, I think you're halfway there to getting the case against Koberger, either a hung jury or a not guilty verdict, he surmised. While most of the high-profile cases are under a gag order, even some legal experts have cast doubts upon what was once considered a potentially open and shut case. I do think that his plan went awry. I do think that, you know, he intended to kill one and killed four, she said. Kernadal's father, Jeffrey Kernadal, told Van Sant that he also believed reports that his daughter fought back against her killer. I believe so, it's upsetting to think about, he said. I don't know why, the murders, happened, Zana's sister, Jasmine Kernadal, added. I wish we knew. They were, all four of them were, just such great people and made such an impact on the lives around them. While the Kernadal family has remained somewhat tight-lipped, the Goncalveses, whose older daughter, Olivia, was also interviewed for the special, have been vocal about the investigation since the day news of killings broke. We're not going to just sit back and cross our fingers and pray we're going to get justice, insisted Steve, who frequently lashed out at law enforcement in the weeks before the prime suspect, Brian Koberger, 28, was finally arrested on December 30. In their discussion with Van Sant, both Steve and Christy said they agree with the prosecution's theory that Koberger stalked the friend's rental home near the Moscow campus prior to the stabbings. He had to know when people were coming, people going, Steve said of Koberger whose phone records revealed that he made several trips to the neighborhood near the house in the months before the murders. I think he at least had opened that door, at the house, went in, tested the waters, looked around, Christie agreed. In fact, the family claims to have found Koberger's Instagram account, which showed that he followed both Kaylee and Maddie. From our investigation of the account, it appeared to be the real Brian Koberger account, Christie alleged. Koberger's defense team, however, has repeatedly shot down claims that the aspiring criminologist knew the victims. There is no connection between Mr. Koberger and the victims, investigative journalist Howard Blum told Van Sant. The prosecution would like everyone to believe that it's an open and shut case, but I think the facts they have make the case perhaps more open than open and shut. If the Lada County prosecutors cannot establish a connection between Koberger and his alleged victims, Blum added, then there is no motive. And if there's no motive, then it becomes very hard to make the case that he is the killer. The alleged cell phone evidence, Blum explained, is compelling but it's not putting someone at someone's doorstep, it's putting someone in someone's neighborhood. And there's a large difference. And if you can convince a jury of this, if you can raise doubts about the validity and the accuracy of the cell phone data, I think you're halfway there to getting the case against Koberger, either a hung jury or a not guilty verdict, he surmised. And if you can convince a jury of this, if you can raise doubts about the validity and the accuracy of the cell phone data, I think you're halfway there to getting the case against Koberger, either a hung jury or a not guilty verdict, he surmised. While most of the high-profile cases are under a gag order, even some legal experts have cast doubts upon what was once considered a potentially open and shut case. I don't think there's any slam dunk. Brianna Fox, a professor of criminology at the University of South Florida and a former FBI special agent, said in the CBS production. The defense is already challenging some points of the case against Koberger, including arguing that the alleged footage of his Hyundai Elantra near the scene of the murder may have been misidentified, Fox said. It seems that the defense is alleging there was a rush to judgment, law enforcement made an arrest too fast, and they focused on their client too quickly, she explained.
The defense is already challenging some points of the case against Koberger, including arguing that the alleged footage of his Hyundai Elantra near the scene of the murder may have been misidentified, Fox said. It seems that the defense is alleging there was a rush to judgment, law enforcement made an arrest too fast, and they focused on their client too quickly, she explained. Koberger was arrested at his parents' Pennsylvania home in late December, almost two months after the quadruple murder. He is in custody in Lada County on four counts of first-degree murder and one of felony burglary. Last month, he waived his right to a speedy trial as the defense and prosecution scrambled to prepare for arguments. Despite the delay in proceedings, the Goncalvezes said they are convinced that Koberger is guilty. He's going to feel all of us just staring at the back of his head, Christie said of how the family plans to attend the trial. And he knows what he did to our daughter.